it's a beautiful man. I don't know. Music, music for me was therapy, and I think that's why I started. And now I, I feel blessed, man. I feel blessed. <laughs> musicians um one i've known for a little while one um i've just met uh both stand-up guys we're here at med i can't even talk medicine man medicinals um it's in Fredericton, new brunswick it's a um dispensary yeah yeah i was trying to think of like the medical like the 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 proper term to use but uh yeah no we're here with um aaron pond and still mad uh, two local musicians. They're both like killer musicians. Um, like I said, I've known Aaron for a little while. Um, I went to school with him, but we weren't in the same grade. We were just, we just kind of, I'm older. Yeah. <laughs> I was in grade. I was think I was in grade like seven. He was in grade eight. And, 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 and Mark, um, you said you've seen me play football, which 100%. is kind of cool. Yeah. Cause, um, I was, watching some of your videos and i noticed the rings right yeah and i was like oh dang that's like that's some bling right there yeah and i was kind of thinking maybe we played football together but no you're yeah. a little younger than me so yeah it's Nick. funny because i always forget he's younger yeah, like, yeah. i was like like i don't know i always feel like you're the same age as me i don't know i look i definitely look a lot older than i am for sure but i remember like back in the day mm -hmm. it was just like i i was going to the games with my with my parents and I remember watching and just I knew the rivalry was big. So I always loved to show up to those games. And I was just I was a football player, too. So I was excited to get out there and watch my like and play myself. So I guess it was super cool to like recognize a familiar face, man. Small world. Yeah, no, it is 100 percent. And you said you played for Leo, right? Yep. Leo Hayes. 100 percent. Um, but you're a Southsider. Yeah, I'm a yeah. Southsider. So funny story with that. Um, basically, from a young age, I started playing football. Um, probably around, I think I was 10 when I started. And uh, I had a friend who was already playing on the north side. And he was playing at Leo Hayes, actually. I think he was, he might have been uh, on the varsity team at the time. So he was helping coach. Uh, the Mosquito team, I guess, would have been at the time. Uh, and so, like, I jumped right in onto his team because it made me feel more familiar with, with the sport because I was just this little French kid that I was kind of timid back then, so I didn't really know a whole lot of people, and I didn't really know how to integrate myself. So that's how I got, like, I guess, involved with all the North Side guys. And then the older I got, I just... I wanted to stick with my boys, man. North side, strong side. You know, the pride just stayed with me, and I've just been there ever since, man. I feel like playing football taught me a lot how to be a good person, and I feel like, you know, going to the north side was that choice came from seeing the coaches and the staff and the people there. Like, that made it easier for me to go there, I guess, as a south sider. And it, it raised some questions for sure, man. Like, you could, I could show up to some some parties and it was pretty questionable. They'd be like, they'd be like, aren't you? Don't you go to Leo? And I'd be like, yeah, but I'm from the South Side. They'd be like, oh, 
<laughs> they'd be like, all right, well, if it wasn't for that, I don't know if you could be here. I'd be yeah. like, hey, man, it's all good with me. Yeah, no, we had a few few situations like that. Like when 100%. I played, we had a lot of people that played that were from, that lived in New Maryland. You know yeah. what I mean? Like these guys are like as far south side as you can get, right? Yeah. And they played on our team because their their coach or their dad was one of our coaches. 100%. So, but no, that's cool that, you know, you know, that we have that in, in common, right? It's 100%. football. Football is a big thing. Sports. Did you play any sports? I tried out for football one time. Yeah. In grade <laughs> nine. Yeah. Oh, you just tried out? You didn't, you didn't? I literally had no idea what was going on. They oh. were yelling colors and numbers, and I was just like, I don't know what I'm doing. But funny story with that, um, the coach at that point was the uh, chief of police here, and I got stopped for speeding one night. Yes. And he remembered me. Mm-hmm. He goes, hey, I coached you, didn't I? And I was like, no. I didn't make it that far. <laughs> and he was like, right. He actually remembered me specifically and was like, I was actually kind of like upset that you didn't join the team. He's like, mm-hmm. you were rugged. You would have been a really good defenseman. And I was like, to be honest with you, I was so confused yeah. during that one tryout, man. I said, I didn't know what was going on. I didn't even know if I was, I didn't, I said, I didn't understand any of it. And I didn't want to ask questions because I felt dumb. Yeah. I was like, so I just never came back. Wow. But anyways, he ended up letting me out of a $172 fine That's because he's like, I don't remember what his name was, but shout out to that guy because that saved me a lot of money back. And see, day. I feel like I know who that is because he came back and coached defense. Yeah. When well, I he played. was pretty cool, man. Yeah. Like, was I, he, like, he was a bigger guy. Like, yeah. Like build. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. He was, he was guy. super. He was super chill about it, too. Like I was doing like 80 in a 50 zone. And he's like, do you know I could technically impound this guy right now? Mm. And I was like, I bet you could. Like, <laughs> I bet you could. And uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so he 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 got me a break and was like, yeah, man, like. Basically, just because I remember who you are, yeah, I'm gonna let you s- let this slide, but get this car somewheres for the rest of the night, and don't let me see you out again. There and I'm like, go. cool, man. It helps to know people, man. It really does. Yeah, yeah. It really does. Saves you some money sometimes. It saves you some points on your license. <laughs> Quite a bit of points. Right? Yeah, it wouldn't. It wouldn't have been pretty. <laughs> <laughs> I've been pulled over a few few times, and I had a Mazda. It was an MX6. Car was stupid fat. Had 390 horsepower. Dude, and, is that uh, the the little black two two door? Yeah, yeah. I had What'd it for just, a while. What did you just get rid of? I got rid of my Kia. Kia, okay, yeah. right. Yeah, the right. Kia didn't look like a Kia though. No, it was <laughs> sick. Yeah, it was it was lower. That was nice. Some man. nice wheels and. I didn't mean awesome. to cut you off. Just, oh no, it's all like, good, man. I was like, I couldn't. I just couldn't remember <laughs> if that was. But no, that was a four door. Yeah, that was a yeah. four door. That was a that was car was slow. Yeah, I shouldn't say slow. I, I mean. I ain't gonna say the speeds, but we were going towards like uh, like Moncton one time. There's this girl on a motorcycle flew by us. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, man, she's kind of cute. I'm gonna catch up to her. So uh, you can imagine motorcycle. Yeah, yeah. Car. Yeah. yeah. It took me a while to get up to her, but I did. Yeah. But she That's was awesome. she was cooking her. But no, the Mazda I was pulled over over on um, like coming up the, off the bridge. Yeah. It was late at night, and I didn't see no cars, so I was like, I'm, I'm gonna get on it a little bit. The car was fun to drive, whatever. Um. Next thing I look down, and I'm like 190, and it's a 90s on there. And I'm like, yeah, I'm cooking it. Saw lights, and I was like, freak, I'm done. Yeah. 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 So, so I pulled over. Like, and he do was I like, pull over? Do I see what this thing is? <laughs> <laughs> well, I could I could, have I walked him. I, I could have, yeah. but I didn't. But that's a smart move. Mm-hmm. It's better to, yeah, just. Well, he let me off with the lowest he could get me because yeah. he couldn't give me nothing, couldn't give me a warning because I was yeah. stunting. Right. So he was like, well, I'm going to, you know. Help you out here. Yeah, one. I think it was like one seventy two fifty or whatever. Yeah, seventy five. Yeah. I was like, all right, I'm taking it, and I just kind of. You know what? You know, always, you know what always bothered me about that is every time I ever got a ticket, like, and I haven't got a lot of them, but every time I did, mm-hmm. um, 
I always had the money on me right then and there, and yeah. I always wanted to just be like, "Can I just pay you now? Because I'm going to forget about this in a month's time." Yeah, and it's really going to sting me if I don't, you know. So, but th- so that's one thing they should change. Yeah, they but should. It's, but it's technically considered bribery or whatever. E- but I don't. They should have know. like an envelope where they like you know you can put it in or like right or like even an like e-transfer like thing that you can send it to immediately. And it's yeah, like just be like, listen, I know I fucked up here. Mm-hmm. Like, can I pay for it now? Like, yeah. So I don't forget about it and fuck myself more in the future. It would make sense, right? It would, but. But yeah, that day I, p- I got pulled over on the Mazda, I tell people that I was racing a cop. And I mean, technically I've never lost because I pulled out before him and took off, right? Yeah. So I mean, I stayed ahead of him the whole time. There you go. So I, I can say Up until it. you let him stop you. <laughs> yep. There well, you I just stopped to, you know, see see what he wanted. I right. didn't, that wasn't pulling Could've over. important. Yeah. He <laughs> <It> was like, <laughs> you, you know, your taillight's out or something. You just stopped you want to have ca- casual conversation. Yeah. I just you thought know. you liked my car, officer. I thought you wanted to come <laughs> check yeah. it out. Yeah. yeah, it was a fun car. I miss it for sure. I've had I'm 29 years old and I've had, I think 28 or 29 cars. I've had quite a few. Yeah, throwaway cars. <laughs> yeah, basically, $600 beaters. That you, you get them and drive them, and they're done. Yeah. Throw them away. Yeah, once there's an inconvenience, you get rid of it. Yeah, I definitely can say that I have driven a minivan once or twice. Oh, minivans are nice. They are nice. Yeah. The best is when you yeah. go to like a party or something. You take the back seats out. Throw a mattress in there so you can sleep for the night. Yep. Yeah. No, don't have to drink and drive. You just exactly. You sleep just right there. sleep yeah. right there. Yeah. And then you stay there for a while. They are fun though, man. They're quick. They're Maybe powerful. They are fast. Yeah. They're powerful. They have man. speed. Like, yeah, they're fun. I don't want one though. <laughs> I want a forerunner. Forerunner. Seven yeah. seater forerunner. Yeah. That's what I'm going for. I mean, for technically next a minivan, just a little different. Just cool. Yeah, just yeah. cool. Not <laughs> shout out to all the minivan drivers, but like them forerunners are pretty crazy though. Yeah. Yeah, I love them. Well, I have a couple questions for you guys. Yeah, let's um, yeah, let's do this. So this is for both of you, I guess, right? Um we kinda already went over this earlier, but uh now this hey. is for the podcast. This is how it goes. Perfect. We got a little carried away. <laughs> <laughs> so uh what got you guys into music? Like what is it that kinda like pushed you to the point where you're like, you know, I'm going to You want to go first? Do you want to tell your story first? Sure. Cool. Sure. Well, honestly, uh, what, what got me into music the most was uh, a breakup, oddly enough. It seems kind of funny, you know, lover boy kind of mm-hmm. breakup story, you know, got me into music. But it honestly, stereotypical or not, it I found I was in a dark place and everything I was doing prior didn't make me feel like I was proud of myself. And I felt like I wasn't really doing anything that I, that felt rewarding, that gave me some sort of drive in life. Like I needed a goal to, to make myself feel like I was living again, you know? Because I'd kind of lost myself when I had that breakup. And so like... I found like writing those feelings down was kind of like I felt like I at the time I wasn't being heard. And so like it was really just to reach out maybe to one or two people that felt the same way, kind of give them a voice. And then eventually it became like, you know, I want to inspire people to feel like they can do whatever they dream of because mm-hmm. the long run, well, we all have, you know, two eyes, two feet, you know the same dynamic, you know, across and the, the dynamic maybe changes in terms of our environment, but I mean everybody's got an opportunity equally every day to to do something that inspires someone whether it be small or big and like for me music was that place. It was a place of comfort. It was a place of therapy. It was just a place of joy, man. Yeah. 
every time I stepped on stage and every time I stepped in the studio, even if I was shaky legs the first time, man, I couldn't. I remember the first studio session I went to, my legs were shaking. I could barely speak in the mic. And it was kind of scary because I was like, man, I'm in front of some other rappers that are real good right now. And that was intimidating to me. But then I, I realized, like, these guys were just as supportive as of my journey as they were of their own because yeah. that like they they came from the same place mm-hmm. started out you know just finding a love for music trying to speak to the people you know show them what their heart was all about and i felt like once i found that once i found the music community like i don't know felt like home because mm. there's a lot of really good creative people that are willing to do a lot of beautiful things for each other yeah like, not just, like, my industry, like, with music, but, like, with yours, with the photography, with the podcasts, with the videographies, anything, the drawing. Like, you meet anybody who does any kind of creative work. It's just it's insane, the amount of, like, it's almost like hospitality, but with yeah. art. Yeah, for Like, sure. everybody's willing to share their art and how they made it, and they're almost genuinely excited. And that made me feel like it was worth being a part of. Yeah. And then once I did that, like each time I posted and got a listener and then like even just like with Aaron, like when Aaron messaged me and he was like, you know, excited about my music and he had been making music, that to me was special because I was like, I still somehow managed to impact someone who mm-hmm. already had a love for this kind of thing. That to me was special. Made me realize that something I had maybe was worth yeah. showing but also worth sharing and trying to help create the same vision for multiple people. Yeah. And sometimes it's not even about the music. Like it's about the people you bring in. Like I now have some best friends because of music, whether they be videographers, photographers, promoters, Mm -hmm. it just, it's a beautiful man. I don't know. Music, music for me was therapy. And I think that's why I started. And now I, I feel blessed, man. I feel blessed. Yeah, that's awesome. And just to kind of like go back, you were saying something about like how you were nervous your first yeah. time. Yeah. And I was I was telling Aaron this earlier. <laughs> like I I've been doing photography for like 15 years, right? I go into to shoots now and I'm yeah, and it could be it could be like family photos, it could be boudoir sessions, it could be magazine, it could be crazy stuff. Yeah. And it's like I do this all the time. Because yeah. you've got passion. Yeah, and it's yeah. like it's like y- yeah. this is this is who like you know you're showcasing who you are when you do this. And yeah. you want to showcase. So you want to know like you want to put something out there that you're proud of. Yeah, putting like nerves, actually, nerves, like, nerves equates to passion. Yes, if that makes sense. No, you know what? I never looked at it that way, and now I do because that's actually like 100%. that's so true. If you're not nervous, because there's a quote where it's like, um, if you're if you're scared. Take the leap. That's when yeah. you do it. Because that's when you're like not, you're meant stay to in do the it. same spot. Yeah. You're yeah. going to stay right in the same spot yeah. if you don't make the jump when you're scared. Yep. Yeah, I like that. No, that's yeah. good. Nerves there feed passion. I like that. Man, Nerves that was right off the top of my head. Too. That's, that's, that's so a good one. That's right going right to be like the snippet at the start. So usually it's like a little piece that we're talking. That's going to be at the start because that's yeah. good. Unless you give, unless you throw another inspirational quote. I don't you know, know, man. These Mary Jane Reese's Pieces things make me pretty. Reese's Pieces? They're, yeah. they're uh, man. They're 1,200 milligrams. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're 1,200 milligram so pack. It's like it's two uh, two like decent sized Reese cups. They're 600 milligrams a piece. So 
Um, wow. Well, dang. Like, yeah, so <laughs> the like, stuff they come up with nowadays. Yeah, man. And they're really good. Like, they're my go-to now. And I've, I've, I've learned I was eating 600 milligrams at a time, mm-hmm. which is fun. But it's also bedtime every time <laughs> I do that. So now I'm like 300 milligrams is the good number. Like one bite. Yeah. What well, Basically, I just cut it right in half. Yeah. And then I'm like, all right, cool. And it's just like, I don't know. It opens up a different compartment in my brain. Man. Yeah. No, I can it's, see it's that. I like, I like, I love weed for yeah. that reason. It just... So so you, uh, we heard from from yeah, Mark, we kind of veered know, off like, again. Yeah, that's that's what podcasts are, man. They, I love it. They 100%. just like they build one. Right? Com- like I said earlier, you know that one question might build like builds 100%. a whole different yeah. conversation. Um, yeah. but with so, you, like, what what drove you to get so into so? Honestly, like I didn't. I loved music. Like man, when I was younger, I've always loved rap music. My sister, um, her and I, basically, I know this sounds weird, but we shared an apartment. So my mm-hmm. dad owned an owned an apartment building. We basically put a staircase down in. Me and my oldest sister had the basement apartment. Okay. In the living room. Anyways, we'll go in the mic room. Um, so I used to sneak into her room and listen to like Ja Rule, Jay-Z, Eminem. I wasn't allowed to listen to that stuff. Yeah. So I'd, I would yeah. sneak in. I'd take a set of headphones in and I'd, I'd listen to the whole album. And I like I was just like, it was like adrenaline for me because I'm like, Ooh, like if I get caught in here, like she's going <laughs> to she's going to kick my ass. But also if I get caught listening to this, like I'm going to be in so much trouble. But like. This makes me feel alive listening mm-hmm. to this. Like, I don't know what it was about it, but it always piqued my interest. Um, and I never, ever thought that I would ever do music. I just really loved it. Uh, but when I went to Leo Hayes in grade nine, I ended up being in the same, I think it was social studies class, maybe. I don't know. But uh, with Travis Cordero. So shout out to Trav. Um, but he had started doing music when he lived in Cape Breton before he came up here. Yeah. Um, and I just, I don't know, he was sitting in class one day, and I was like, I don't know who this guy is, but he seems pretty cool. I'm going to see what's up. So I walk up. He's got his headphones in. I'm like, what are you listening to? And he's like, oh, like, uh, it's a song I did, whatever, right? And I'm like, whoa, what? You do music? Like, how the, how the fuck do you do music, man? Yeah. And uh, he's like, well, it's not that hard. So anyways, I was like, man, that's so cool. I wish I could do that. And he's like, you can, man. Like, you just got to fucking put your mind to it, basically. He's like, I can show you how to do it if you want. And I'm like, all right, man, if you think you can teach me, let's do this. So. Anyways, yeah, me and Trav started hanging out a bunch, and he kind of taught me the ropes a little bit. I mean, I I knew what structure was because, I, like I said, I loved rap music, so mm-hmm. I kind of knew that, okay, there's 16, 16 bars in a verse. I just didn't know how to construct anything. Yeah. But I also did poetry when I was younger. Not a lot of people know that, but okay. I used to write a lot of poems back in the day. Um, so I kind of, like, I knew how to rhyme words, but like I said, I like I did just didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. So Trav kind of showed me the ropes, and, and from there on it was just like, I don't know. It became one of those things that I just really enjoyed doing. It was an outlet for me. I could say things in my songs that I wouldn't normally feel comfortable saying to somebody in person. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was just kind of release. And like, like I was telling you earlier, like I used to be real, real depressed and real down in the dumps when I was younger. So like that, that for me, music for me was something that brought me out of that. Mm-hmm. Even if I was still in it a little bit, it was a release. It made it not so hard to be there because I could still kind of say what I was saying and what I wanted to say or wanted to get out, but um, just do it in a way that wasn't harmful. Yeah. So, yeah, kind of after that, it kind of just pushed. That was one of those main factors for me. It was like it made me feel sane. So, you know, I, at the end of the day, like, yeah, I don't know. Music, in a sense, kind of saved me okay, from going yeah. down a shittier path or not even being here, in a sense. So Yeah. So, yeah, it's just, I don't know. It was just a... It started off as something fun, mm-hmm. and then it became something that I needed. Yeah. So almost yeah. like meditation in a way, you know. Yeah. Like it makes sense now. Yeah. That's 
that's cool that i didn't know you wrote poetry that's yeah neat. man like I, yeah that's i used cool. to love writing poems it's actually yeah. funny that i was i, I never told I people because i didn't <laughs> i didn't i didn't want to tell people I when i was younger because i felt like it was yeah. lame man like i kind of did it's, yeah. it's a musician thing man like yeah. you guys like like and i was telling somebody today that i had a, an episode with you guys right and i was saying i'm excited for this because yeah. well two reasons uh, like ep- last year or last yeah last season i had some musicians on and they're their style was like what's out there now. Yeah. But y- you guys are very like, well, you said you listen to Ja Rule and all that, right? Okay. Used and to. Yeah. Used to. But I mean, I still <laughs> got a little bit of thug in <laughs> but me, you I guess. Still still listen listen like, well. I would classify you guys as a whole different genre. Like, 100%. You're, you're, and, um, what's the word? Um, you guys are lyricalists, right? Like, like, a lot of the stuff out there now is like, is you can't understand it. Yeah. And I was telling the person I was talking to today, they were at my house and whatever, and uh, I was like, you can understand every word. It was your verse in in Cypher. And I was like, you can hear Cypher too. You can hear every, like, you know what it's saying. You do proper pronunciation. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not sometimes it might not be proper, but you can understand what we're trying to say. Yeah. And, like, that's what I like about your guys' style. And, like, (laughs) not just your guys' style, but, like, uh, like Matt and your other guys you had on that, on Cypher 2, right? Shout out Peyton. Peyton's a monster, man. So is Hinch. Keith. Keith. Yeah. Keith's my boy. Keith is, uh, he's nuts, man. Is that he's, he's so his, lyrical? What's his like uh, his stage name? Keith, Keith Lethal. Keith okay, okay, Lethal. yeah, yeah, he's good, man. He's yeah. like, man. The first night I met Keith, he was just like he just he would come over to me and just start freestyling. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> you're insane. How do you keep doing this, man? Like I've been doing music for like, I started in 2006, so I don't even I'm too big to figure that math every yeah, now. That's but like 18 years. Yeah. So like I've been writing music for a long time, and I still can't freestyle. Like I can. But I sound real dumb. Yeah. I'm much better when I get a chance to think about what I want to say. But yeah, like Keith is nuts. Like he just like right off the dome, like all the time. I'm like, That's how cool, do you man. not run out of things to say, man? Like, but he still somehow constructs like something crazy every time. Yeah. 2004 is 18 years ago. I was sitting here <laughs> figuring so 16, that out. I was like, yeah, okay, 16. Yeah, 16 yeah. sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. No, because 18 that's years crazy. ago, I would have been 12. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah so that I would definitely didn't start rapping when I was twelve. Yeah, that's, that's cool though. And yeah. Yeah. Like all the guys on that on that song, like are just, I mean, everybody in that song, like you guys and your the ones you, you know, in the song with. Yeah. So talented. Oh, like, I appreciate that. I listen. I listen. What? How? What's he go by? Matt. It's Hinch. 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 Yeah. See, I listened to him, like before I knew you made music. Yeah. yeah. And well, before I knew you made music, yeah. right? I mean, you just you guys came out of nowhere just, recently. I kind of like, just, just like I stopped I, for a long I, time. I kind of just popped yeah. out. Like I, I, I I was I had like a weird relationship with music after mm-hmm. high school. Like I didn't really I wanted to do it, but I didn't want to do it. So yeah. I would like do it a little bit, then I'd stop, then I'd start, and then like, man, Travis tells me all the time, he's like, you need to stop selling all your fucking recording equipment, man. Like you sell it, get back into. Yeah. I literally, I'd, I would sell it, and then I'd be like. Like six months later, be like, damn, Back at it. I wish yeah. I could make a song right now. I've and he'd be like, you dummy. Like, right. Like, and so like, yeah. I am going to rebuild my studio and I promise you travel won't sell anything. But, <laughs> there um, you go. Yeah. Anyways, I'm faked. I can't remember what we were talking about. No, well, we were just touching on the, the topic, you, you know, about um, the people in Cypher. Right. right? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. And uh, no, it's just cool. Like, um, 
Hinch is definitely another person I want on here. Yeah. And 100%. Like, I'm definitely going to reach out to him. He's, man, yeah. like I said earlier, he's just so genuine. He's I such a diverse artist, man. Like, yeah. I cut you right off earlier. I'm sorry. Oh, no worries, I man. just realized. I was going to say, man, honestly, uh, hit up cons, too, because Peyton, Peyton is a very talented artist with a lot of, like, it's almost like it's underground still, but, mm-hmm. like, the guy, like, I've never met a guy like this. Like, Matt is very talented, and I will I'll never deny him that because, honestly, I still, like, think he's probably one of the best ones out other mm-hmm. than, you know, like, you get Monarch and Shiggy and all those boys. But, like, the big thing is, like, Peyton is the kind of guy that his grind is, like, unmatched. Mm-hmm. It's just super weird. Like, he's very quiet about it all. Posts on Instagram, posts on Snapchat here and there. But man, but if you go to like hip hop open mic night, yeah, he's insane. He'll dominate man. the he show. Can, the guy, like, he can get up. He's like Keith, man. Like he can get yeah. up there and just rap, yeah, for, I, like forever. Craziest story I have about him, like, and it actually is like a staple of like how I started too, because like, like how I was saying, like I had, like I went through a breakup, but like I went through that breakup, and what what kind of started, I guess, was like my love for weed again because like i had stopped smoking weed for a while and so like my funny i guess the way it works is like my weed dealer was also like always just like rapping and so he was like bro like come over to my house like we'll smoke up and then we'll make some songs and i was like this is like this is kind of cool i guess like and i always kind of admired him for the way he made his music even if it wasn't like the craziest thing at the time mm-hmm. i always admired like his grind he was always on his music doing things mixing mastering <laughs> stuff and then so one time i was on instagram and i seen my buddy had made a post about peyton mm-hmm. and well what i thought was peyton i thought it was peyton but it was happened to be one of his friends okay but so my buddy invited me to the studio told peyton to come to the studio as well as a surprise i had no clue peyton was gonna be there mm-hmm. and that made me nervous as hell when i got there because like to me peyton was like an all-star man because i had heard like what kind of rap he was doing and like yeah. how good he was and like i remember that story like when i was saying like my legs were shaky he was the one who helped me figure that out it was funny he looked at me he goes Mark, man, he goes, whoa, whoa, whoa. He goes, stop that take. He goes, just just don't even try and continue that. He says, because, man, like, you're shaking. Yeah. He said, you barely, like, you barely sound like you want to say it to the mic. Mm-hmm. Like, do you want to rap <laughs> or do you want to go home? Like, it was like, he was like, say it like you were going to perform that shit. And mm-hmm. then it, like. Kind of, like, lit the fire under you. It's, like, weird. Like, from that moment forward, it's, like, every verse I wrote, every, like, time I was in the studio, every time I performed, the way I, like, analyze, the way I make music now is different. Mm-hmm. Even shows, man, I prepare for, like, two weeks before my shows. I s- it's kind of funny. I set up teddy bears in my room, pretend like they're actual people yeah. staring at me. So I get real, like, used to just being in front of crowds. Yeah. Like, it doesn't bother me at all. Like, I feel like I'm so comfortable. I just feel like I float now. Because, yeah. like, I just feel like I can go up to it's a, like a, high a bunch of people and just kind of, like, do my thing now. You know, it's fun. And I feel like they expect that from me now, too. Mm-hmm. So, like, I want to have fun with them and show them a good time and, like, show them that music has 
all sorts of energy to it, man. Like goods, yeah. bads, but like definitely more good. <laughs> Absolutely. And this this coming year is gonna be insane. I I can't wait. I really oh, can't. Man. I'm excited. I want to talk really about excited. the coming year, but not right now because I want to know like the scene right in Fredericton mm-hmm. has been like I know when I was younger, like the music scene wasn't as out there it is as it is now. Uh, like I noticed, like you got a lot of producers popping up. You got a lot of you know, like a lot of people getting into music. Yep. Um. So I want to know you guys' take on. See, it might be different for you because where you're younger, you're a right? Couple years younger. Than yeah. Me. So, like, but I feel like I feel like we are. It's like pretty weird. close in this. Like, I feel like we're gonna. I think I feel like in this one we're gonna be pretty close. Oh, <laughs> in some areas for sure. I feel like, and it's. But weird. I feel like you're probably gonna know a few more that I don't that are young. You know what I mean? Yeah, but probably. Yeah, because the information you would have from this whole like the the before and after type thing yeah. would be a bit different because you're you're you're. Your audience, yeah, I guess, 100%. and the, the people you kind of push towards would be different, yeah, for you, right? So, Absolutely. what's your, what do you, do you notice any difference between then and now? Type Man, thing? the music scene here has grown like twenty times to what it was back when I started. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like back when I started, there was like me and Travis, there was like Justin Bennett, uh, who else? There was like there's Monarch, yeah, there Sheeb. was Shiggy. Sheeb. DNA, Seeb, mm-hmm. like, and those those guys, they they were yeah. they were the big dogs, man. Like, like like Mark said, like those guys, like we looked up to those them. The like we were like yeah. like I remember, I, like the night that's the first time I ever met Monarch. Like I was so nervous, like, and I for him to boy. even know who yeah, I was was like mind blowing. <laughs> right, like he's such a solid dude, man. Like, um, but yeah, so like back then, oh, and DZ, DZ, because yeah. I was gonna mention like we was hanging out with him last night. And yeah, he brought this up. I was telling you, I'm, ha- I'm happy you had this question because even he said a uh, Jay Forbes, yeah, he, uh, but yeah, uh, Daniel brought it up. He's like, man, like back then, like you know, like we were doing things, man. Mm-hmm. Like we could have did things, but we stopped. Why did yeah. we do that? And I'm like, yeah, it is what it is, man. Like, yeah, we push forward. We're doing it again now, so let's have fun with it. And and whatever but yeah so then versus now like it's definitely grown mm-hmm. there's a lot more um diversity there's a lot more like because there's been a whole lot of new genres open up since 2006 yeah. man oh, like man. before it was That's like forever. rock classic rock hip-hop <laughs> rap like you, you know what like i mean like blues like now you got like paper electric like i don't even know like there's so <laughs> many of them man like i don't i can't even keep up but like so yeah it's definitely grown it's grown a lot um and you're seeing a lot of cool Artists pop up out of Fredericton now. Yeah. Like, man, uh, you probably know him. Kenan. Kenan yeah. Brooks. Yeah. I didn't, I don't, I, uh, my Brandy knows him. Yeah. And so I asked her, like, I was like, I was like, man, I didn't know this guy made music. Like, yeah, it was funny. Like a few years back when he was um, Godfather K. Yeah. I helped him like with some stuff. Like he did his music video for one of his things. Nice. And it was a one take we shot over uh, on a bench over town. Yeah. Nice. And it was a one take. And yes. it, it was pretty cool. It had a cool vibe to it. Yeah. Um, but now he's getting back into it. Man, so. I, I, yeah. I, I reached out to him because I somebody had, I can't remember who it was had shown me his music. And I was like, whoa. Yeah. Like, this guy's local. Like, this is yeah. cool. Like, I got to reach out to him. And he probably thinks I'm a fucking shithead because, like, we've been planning to do a song forever now. And I'm fucking so horrible at communication. But um, we are going to put something together. He sent me a couple beats the other day. Like, mm-hmm. th- I say the other day. This is probably three weeks ago now. But, um. <laughs> you know we will get it done but yeah like like man people like him like i didn't i've never i wouldn't have known 
Yeah. I wouldn't have known unless I was doing music right now. Yeah. Like I, I but yeah, he like shout out to him. He's crazy good, man. No, there's I'm a excited. lot of I'm excited. crazy like, musicians coming out. You're seeing a lot, like a lot of new people pop up in Fredericton, man. It's cool. It's cool. I like it. I have like a mixed, I have a mixed emotions, I guess, about the way the scene is out here now. Cause like, I guess where I'm so passionate about it, I feel like I, I don't feel super disappointed, but I feel like we've lost a couple things and mm-hmm. ma- I feel like mattered to the community a little more. Like, I feel like, like in this past year, for example, like, or the past two years, I've only been really making music for three years. So, I mean, I'm not, I'm, I haven't been around long enough in the like the making part of it but i've always been one of those guys who like watched it so Mm -hmm. like like i said i was always like sneaking out to go watch rap shows when i was a kid like i always loved rap so i always really like i was a consumer of that Mm -hmm. but i found like one thing that kind of was disappointing is like there was like an era of rap that was just like the music was timeless you know what i mean and like every song you heard would make you bob your head dance you know there was like a there was something there mm-hmm. for the audience. You know what I mean? And I feel like we've kind of lost touch with that maybe with some of the newer music. Yeah, I do love I do love some of it because it, it, there is a good vibe to it, mm-hmm. but it's different. Like I remember Freddie, like I remember like Mad Child and like Mercules and like Snack the Ripper. Guys that are huge coming to Fredericton and like you don't really you don't, hear you don't that, anymore. that as much anymore. You hear that yeah. in Halifax, but I mean, Monkin. I feel like, you yeah. know, I feel like there's like, there's a different seen here now and like i want that to come back you know what i mean and i feel like that's why like i've done what i've done and and like i've met up with him and the guys i've done with the ciphers and stuff because the ciphers initially were supposed to have more of the guys the old school guys too like that's what we're trying to do is reach more of the older guys who used to love this shit yeah. and bring them out again because, man, they cool. were the we guys. Need, we need to create that lane well, that they were, talking about. They were That'd those cool. guys that got to. everybody hyped. Like, just like, I'm staring at you right now and just me just saying that statement, your smile just yeah. went huge. Right? That, yeah. to me, tells me everything I need to know. Yeah. When I talk about the new guys, there ain't there ain't none of that no more. There's mm. not a huge bit of sm- like bunch of smiles and happiness. Yeah, it's exciting. Yeah, I'm excited for those guys too. I know a couple of guys that make that kind of music, but I feel like where I'm at and the music I indulged in when I was growing up, and the scene that I watched and grew up in. Yeah, it's weird for me to see where it's come to, and to see like what kind of like there's a lot of like. Just like anything, really, there's there's drama and involved in music scenes, and there's mm-hmm. guys who their intentions are different, and there's guys who's got real pure intentions too. But like, I feel like there's one thing that changed, I guess, out of the scene is just the discipline and like the commitment to like what music really means to them. I feel like a lot of people just make music to make, to sound good. Yeah. They don't make music to connect with anybody. And, and I feel like that's just different now. Like back in the day, like you had guys who were really, their goal was to make a crowd move and feel the energy and in, in the movement. And I think that's why like I'm starting to do that more now in my shows mm-hmm. Because I really want people to be excited when they hear my name and his name and anybody who works with me because that just, it, it's the reward we've all been searching for as creatives, is, you know, what, why we do it, you know, to inspire yeah. others. If we're not searching for something dope, then what are we doing, you know? You know, you yeah. know one other thing that bothers me about now versus then? 
Because a lot of verses are 12 bars, not yeah, 16. Yeah, it's different. It's almost They're like short. it's like it feels like a lot of times it's like almost Songs unheard of in song. Like like the the max yeah. length on a song now is like two minutes and twelve seconds is your average time. I you know it kind of like I feel that I feel makes like me think like yeah. laziness, right? Big like, time. Like kinda like laziness and people's attention spans. I just yeah. looking for you're you're just literally they're just scrolling you know what I mean like they're yeah. just that's all life is now is they scrolling want so it's not like two lines they want hit. catchy yeah. hooks yeah. they want catchy hook I'm but th- but it's like you said like we're lyricists like we yeah. I want to write I, I want to paint a picture when I write like yeah like I like I like coming up with cool punchlines that can roll into the next line and you know what you don't see that as much anymore it's all just quick stuff like yeah. people just want to. Not really say a whole lot, but re- I feel like I was real close to the mic there. Um, they want, they don't like, they don't want to really say anything, but they want to sound cool when they're saying it. Yeah. Like I, my, like the music that I'm trying to do now is like, I want to, like I want to do those sixteen, sixteen bar verses and have something to say in that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, I still believe in like sitting down and kind of having. I don't do it as much anymore, but I find it's a good process. Is like when you sit down and actually structure a song before you write it. So you have an idea. So I will do that sometimes. I'll write. I'll write my idea, my my vision for the song. Yep. And then I and then I can base everything I want to say around that, and stay within the guidelines. But like nowadays, it's all like it's like I said. They're not like, it's like I just want to rap fast. Yeah. And and whatever. And like and, and some of the subjects is just like, I don't know. I just I want to do. I want I want to see more stuff that like means something. Yeah. That like like shit like, like Mercules does a lot of it, man. Like he does. He's not afraid to fucking talk about whatever. Like. Same with Classified and Quake, like all them guys. Like I want to hear, I want to hear more shit like that. It's got mm-hmm. meaning behind it. It's not just talking about fucking, you know, popping a fucking bottle of lean and fucking, yeah, you know, throwing fucking bands or whatever. Like I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to do. I that just feel shit, like you know? that stuff is, um, like in I, today's society, people just kind of like it sounds think it's cool, acceptable, right? It sounds cool. Like don't get me wrong, some of it sounds really like you know, like man, I fucking drive around in my truck like. Some of the shit that I listen to, like, I would never rap that, but it sounds cool. Yeah. So I get why, you know, I get why it's a thing, but I just, I couldn't do it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I'm old school when it comes to that. Like, I like, I like those fucking, like, old school boom bap type of beats. Like, I like the emotional type beats. Like, the trap stuff for me, like, I find it really, I can do it, but I mm-hmm. find it, it's a challenge for me to write to it because it's hard for me to get into that kind of a headspace. Yeah. Like it just for me, it doesn't feel genuine. It doesn't feel right. So I don't. Well, they say write what you know, right? Right. And like if you're writing what you know or what you really feel, then it's just natural for it you. Becomes guys, so right? much easier. Yeah. And that's like I was saying to you earlier, but like I come in here and I, I write a verse every day, whether I'm going to use it or not, and it's just like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's just it's I don't know. It is it is a different scene than and now. It's just but it's like I've, I've, that that's it's that's probably a good my way and a bad way. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. Just and it's like, like I mean, and it's always evolving. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, and, but I feel like I feel like now is like just how motivated you and I are, and Matt yeah. and fucking Peyton, like Trav, like all those all these guys that we're working with. I just feel like we're gonna be able to to open up a whole whole new lane. Yeah, and like no, really I, I can, really bring really bring yeah. some yeah, yeah. some 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 music back from the dead. Yeah, you know? no, I can hundred percent see that. And I don't, I'm not saying that sound like to sound cocky, but like, <laughs> I just really believe in myself. I really think we're going to do good this year, man. I, th- I, I feel like we're going to do some crazy stuff. I think you guys are in the right, right place right now 100%. Yeah, where you're going to grow proper in, in it's, 2013. It's yeah. 2013. Oh my gosh. I'm going backwards. Man. 2023. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, would, I wouldn't right. want to talk to me yeah. back in 2013. <laughs> um, so yeah, that kind of um, I, well, I was gonna say plans. Up. Well, I'll touch back on that like at the end because I think that's important. Um, 
so something you noticed on one of the questions earlier. So I had like Raw Dog Entertainment, right? Yeah. You, s- you asked, or you mentioned Raw, Raw Waves. Raw Waves. Okay, so I want to I want to know more about that. Like, okay, so I guess to uh, explain a little bit about both. So we'll start with Raw Dog. Uh, Raw Dog, I basically like sometime when I f- my first year, probably about six months in, uh, there was a uh, an artist who was living in Ontario, but who previously lived here in New Brunswick, who <coughs> was looking to make like, I think it was an all New Brunswick album, and mm-hmm. he just wanted to like promote more New Brunswick guys, but in Ontario, because where he was from, like the music scene was good for him. So yeah. uh, then he like, he joined what was called Raw Dog Entertainment. So that's like a record label out there. And they, uh, They've been doing real well. Like I, I when I first seen them and I seen him doing his thing with them, I almost like I almost got excited. Like you kinda like feel like you wanna be a part of something bigger than just, you know, your own music. And I, I felt like having a team of people around me who also loved music would al- also keep me motivated, you know, because these yeah. aren't these aren't just your everyday people. They're like people who really like spend their time doing just music so you know being a part of that collective i was like i just kind of squeaked it in their ear a couple times like like i want to i want to work with you guys more i'd love to be able to you know put my foot in the door there so i can be a familiar face Mm -hmm. and i actually ended up making a song with one of the people on their label and then from that came conversations about like hey like you know we like your music we Mm -hmm. like your vibe you know, would you like to join our label? And I, I honestly, like, I got really excited because seeing what they've done, like, they just got off tour this past year. Um, I was like, man, like, these are all things I've dreamed of as a kid, you know? And, and as an artist, when you start at first, it's, it's very easy. You know, you post the song. You may not even have it mixed and mastered, for all I know. But then... You know, the more you get into the quality of, like, the music and you start, like, really wanting to be professional about things, like, you start, you know, having more people involved and more costs. And so, like, that kind of thing, like, made it, made me want to have a team behind me who could support me as well. And so, like, I joined Raw Dog and, uh, like so far they've been doing shows all year. I haven't really been very active with them this year because like I was saying I was working a lot this year. Um so I only got to do a couple shows here and there this year. Um but you know it it was a way for me to continue to connect with like-minded people mm-hmm. and that actually like came out as like a source of motivation sometimes which was nice when you see, because when you sometimes see other people like you really see other driving. people really striving in front of you and you're like wow like you know this is my team of guys like i need to be like I, I not, want, maybe I not wanna, like them but just like i want to be <laughs> i want to be just as motivated and so like seeing them work made me want to work and yeah. then it's funny because raw dog actually came after raw waves because raw waves was part of a contest uh and so like it initially just started as a cipher contest mm-hmm. and then it became once the organizer of the contest seen what kind of potential there was to the network of 
what this could do because we were all in different countries. So for him, he was like fan base in America, fan base in Canada. Like for him, that was like a blessing. And so we just started making more and more connections. Eventually, we decided looking around and like me and Daniel, which is the the other founder of Raw Waves, he uh, was asking me over and over. He's like, how can we bridge Canada and, you know, Australia and make this like a bigger thing? Yeah. Create waves, I guess, as we would call it. And so playing off the name, it was really nice. And so we basically like he started asking me, he's like, man, do you know anybody from Canada that you could, you know, pick up on the team? And I was like, bro, do I ever? (laughs) I know so many guys because like when I started music was like I said, it was simple. Mm -hmm. I didn't really have a lot going on. It was just like you make the music, you post it and there it is. But once you post it that's when people start to find you and then you start to meet some people and you know, like I didn't know anybody at first, but then I quickly started to meet people because my music was inspiring people, but it was kind of like shocking people a little bit. They're like, like, who is coming from? Who is this random guy? Just come up out of nowhere in the scene. Like Matt even told me, he was like, man, he's like all you young cats, you know, you make me want to work harder because you come out of nowhere and you just, you know, you, you're good. Like it's the hustle. Yeah. And it's crazy because now like, you know, Matt is like, Matt's like one of my best friends. Same with like Monarch. Like Monarch is a real close friend of mine now. Like, yeah. you know, hearing anything from that man's mouth, just like a legendary like statement. Like when he says like, Hey man, I re- like you're a great guy. I'm like, oh, thanks, man. Yeah. Dude, the night we did the show like, and he was like, he was like, he called me a legend once. I thought I was going to pass out. It was crazy. I worked with, with him for a while down at the supermarket. Oh, he's, he's a, good. I he's worked good with, people, actually, he's a great I worked with guy. Jay. Yeah. And, and, uh, Jared. Yeah. Not Jared. Uh, what's the other one? The tall one. What's his name? Not Jay. There's Jay. There's Jared. And, uh, oh, what's his name? Josh. Josh. Yeah. Yeah, he was a basketball player. Yes. Yeah. yeah Leo. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I I worked with all three of them. Uh, Jay worked in the meat department. Uh, Jared worked in the, the grocery. And then Josh worked up front with me. Yeah. Man, the, yeah, the night we did the show and we uh, went out and met up with Monarch after. And he was like, he shook my hand and was like, bro, you guys killed it. Like, I felt legendary. <laughs> I was like, man, Monarch just gave me props. Like, that's so dope. That's always that's cool when you meet somebody that's like, that you kind of look up to, right? And that's been there for X amount of time. Yeah. And then they give you props or something. It's it's definitely it makes a you big feel move, accomplished. Yeah. yeah it you does. know what I mean? It's like wow, like it gives you like it gives you a spark, man. You're yeah. Like, cool. That's like, man, I hate telling the story because I butched it, but like, um, we <laughs> I knew Mark was gonna fucking start laughing. So we went to the Quake Matthews show. <laughs> Back in March, and I was super stoked because, like, I had a funny fit. It was in a pub, so I'm like, I'm probably gonna get to meet this guy. He's like one of my idols, man. Like, yeah, Quake is like in my book, like, he's number one rapper from Canada, dude. Like, yeah, anyways, he's so pretty, he's pretty lit, like, he's, he's yeah, lit. and so, like, the show is pretty awesome. Yeah, it was, it was a fucking one of the best shows I've ever been to. So, anyways, I'm, I'm like. I'm like nerved up because I'm like, man, there's a there's a pretty decent chance that I might get to meet this guy because Hinchy was with us and Hinchy knew him, right? So yeah. Hinchy's actually the one that made it happen. So I was nervous as fuck, man. So I had brought like a thousand milligrams edibles with me, 
and like 10 joints or something and man before he even got up on stage like i i had gone out smoked like six joints and had like 750 milligrams oh in man so he like was i was i was rope man and so like so like existence in his like, brain dude like standing in the crowd like i was like I, I was feeling the music so much but i was so high i couldn't move you weren't there I was Straight there, up. but my like my body was just chilling, man. Yeah. Like he I couldn't do ghosting. nothing. Like I was like literally just standing there, like yeah, it was fun. <laughs> Anyways, oh man. So so after the show, uh, Matt comes up to me and goes, "Hey, do you want to meet Quake?" And I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "I'll see if I can make it happen." I'm like, "Dude, yeah, cool." So yeah, he right. makes it happen. Yeah. So Quake comes around. He goes, "Hey, how you doing, man?" Like shakes my hand, and literally all I could say was, yeah. "Sup," <laughs> and he's like, "Not much." And it just went like real awkward silence. And I'm like, wow, you fucked up, man. So like, anyways, he turns and starts talking to Mark and stuff. So I step away for a minute and I'm like, okay, quit fanboying here, man. Like he's just, he's just another guy. Like he's just really fucking good at music. Like go talk. So like, I kind of go back up and I'm like, I just kind of jump back in conversation. Like start asking him some questions about tours and whatever. But it was super cool. We ended up hanging out with him for like 45 minutes after the show. Um, but yeah, anyways, I forget what I was going with. It's kind of funny, though. Like, you were talking about, like, you know, meeting whatever, right? When I went to Mexico, it's kind of feed off of how you felt with, with that guy, right? Yeah. Uh, when I went to Mexico, I went there for a uh, workshop to work with JC and Jonah yeah. Vangabon. And I seen uh, that. They were like, to me, they're, they're like, they're like, JC. They're like top tier photographers, they're, man. They're great. They're crazy, right? The stuff they work for Playboy Europe, like yeah. Corona, Kelvin Klein, all these big names, Vixen. And uh, I remember so vividly um, walking in to the villa, which was owned by the guy that owns Calvin Klein. Yeah. It's yeah. cool. It's pretty, it's <laughs> um, pretty neat. But I come around and there's a mirror, right? Or not a mirror, a uh, glass wall yeah. for the kitchen. Because everything in Mexico is like outdoors, but you can yeah. close it off. It's weird, man, but it's cool. Yeah. I come around the corner and I see JC sitting at the table painting his nails. Yeah. And I'm like, this is real. Yeah, like that's really yeah. JC. Like yeah. I really made it to Mexico. Yeah. I walk in, I really he gets up, it. I shake his hand. Um, and then Jonah, he yeah. comes over, shakes my hand and I'm like, yo, this is, this is crazy. Yeah. Another cool thing about that. The first girl I followed, the first model I followed on Instagram, Alicia or fine Foxy or fine, uh, Foxy Reed on Instagram. Um, first model I ever followed. I got to meet her and she kisses my cheek. Cause nice. that's how they are there. Right. Yeah. So like it, me kind of like, that was like an out of body, uh, yeah, out of body experience. 100%. Um, when we first stopped, we went to a pizza place before I got to meet JC and Jonah and, uh, they all have this tattoo, right? It's like the smiley face. Yeah. So it's like stay Vangabon, you know, like life's negativity. You just tell it to F off. Yeah. And then you're whatever. Right. I like cool. it. So I like they, it. they all have this and, uh, Felix is from Quebec. He's yeah. w- worked with them. Uh, was the first kind of, member of the team i got to meet and when he noticed that it's like it's immediate family because he was like oh you got that and then he's like fist bump right yeah. and it's like i don't know it's it's so crazy meeting people that yep. you look up to and then like jonah when i was editing photos the first yeah. day because i didn't shoot a lot there and they really yeah. noticed that like a lot of the other photographers were like like Probably you know ten thousand photos and i would walk yeah. away from a day with like 500 yeah. You know, half because yeah. I really picked what I shot. 100%. And uh, Jonah uh, was watching me edit one day and he was like, yo, that stuff's crazy. That's really yeah. cool. And like, to me, that was like, yeah. Wow. That's like, wow. Like, I like yeah. I got something. Here. Yeah. So yeah, I was like, I mean? I, I'm definitely in the right 
industry, 100%. right? And like you, you know, you were talking about like Monarch, right? Like, yeah. I mean, he's such such a down to earth. Like meeting the people that you look up to and realizing they're they're just people. Oh, hundred percent makes it just so much more enjoyable. And yep. just having the conversations with them, like just daily conversations. Like I know, like now, like. At first, it seemed so foreign of an idea for me to run into some of these guys. Like, like now I run into Monarch all the time, and yeah. we just have casual conversations. We hug each other. Like, you know, you don't do that with people you don't know that, like, that no. you don't respect or you don't, you know, at least show some sort of, you know, support for. So I know, like, it's cool to, like, look up to those guys, but it's also it's cool to see, like, what that, relationship does for your creative ability yeah it really helps you right? 100%. It just, it's almost like it you were you had a block and then it kind of yeah. just like just opens and lets yeah. more creativity flow and they, they bring a perspective sometimes that makes you value your craft a little more like i know like for me like i was saying like he, hearing those words from monarch like you know that was a special thing for me but that like defined like what i was going to do after because then the more i heard it from him the more i was like man this is really special hearing this and like every time i heard it it just made me feel so good and uh like now like you know like when i went and seen quake like for me it was such a casual thing when i seen him with him because the i had gone to quake like i think a couple months prior so i had already seen quake and like i had a good conversation with him like for a for a bit, and it was it was cool to me too. Like and he, he remembered, remembered he, literally he remembered the, up, he conversation, up the conversation like, and cool. everything. So, and I was like, man, this guy's super genuine. Yeah, like he it was actually genuine. gives gives a shit about the people that listen to his music, right? Like yeah. And I've actually I've messaged Quake a couple times on Facebook, or not Facebook, um, Instagram, and almost every time he messages back. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's not a huge conversation. It's literally I send him something, he'll answer back. Yeah. Like. He's cool in that way, man. Like that's, and I respect him for that because genuine, a lot of yeah. Yeah. a lot of people just ignore you. Yeah. And to be right? honest, like, like it's hard to like even see that genuine side of them now because like he he's such a big artist. Like you know he's got twenty, thirty, probably twenty thousand, thirty thousand followers. You know you get guys like that big, like their inboxes get really full. Yeah, they just stop answering. They stop yeah. answering. So like, and I I already see that now. Like for me, sometimes I miss out on messages because there's so many. Yeah, it's not that I don't want to, but but like I can only imagine how much you know messages that guy goes through, and like to take the time to message and like create like a bond with a fan, yeah. like that's. And like I was saying, like I didn't think he would actually remember. Like I, yeah, we had like cool. almost an hour long conversation, just me and him. And like I asked him questions, like genuine questions that for me, like as an artist, I was like, this will help me move forward in my career. Cause like I didn't know, like I almost needed his advice. Like he told me, he's like, man, not everybody, not all your friends are gonna support you. He's like, mm -hmm. so just you know, that's one thing you're gonna learn quick. That like. Your your biggest supporters might be from a whole other country, like that's facts, yeah. And it so far has been, and I mean, like I I guess that's definitely comes with mindset too, like where you have your mind. If your mind is sitting there thinking about all your friends and why they're not supporting you, yeah, you definitely won't make the same content. But well, it's big cool. part is like the whole we will take a situation that is positive, yeah. And our brains are wired to always look at that negative. Yeah, you could have. You could have a million people tell you that you look look good, right? 100%. And then one person tell you you look bad. 
Yep. And the only and you still remember that is that one person, right? Yeah. And it's it, it sucks that our brains are wired like that, and mm-hmm. like you know, we are harder on ourselves. You know, that's hundred percent just given, right? Hundred um, percent. But that's cool though, like, and it just shows how genuine people are if they remember you like that. Like you, yeah. you said a couple months prior, yeah, and then you're there, and then it's like, and hey, still, I, I know yeah. you come, yeah, I know who you are. Like that's yeah, that, that, yeah. that was so cool to me. I was like, man, that's legendary. It was that's funny because yeah, like, like, <laughs> like he he pays attention though. That's cool. Well, it, even then too, like what was nice was like the conversation felt like I knew the guy for a long time. Yeah. So it felt like I like was just kicking off where I left off with him before, which yeah. I'd never met him prior, even like, you know, other than that show, it was the first time. And I was just a huge fan. Yeah. I, hope, I hope I go to another so, show of his. And he but funniest, like, hey, funniest. You're the guy that was super fucked up. Bro, the funniest part about that whole night though, like Aaron, Aaron told you that one part of it, but like the first part was the better part. Cause he was super high. And, like, the edibles were kicking in hard because he took them on the drive. So when we got there, he was, like, And then I didn't stop eating them. And he just kept eating them. (laughs) And then, then, so, Quake was, like, just pulling in. And, like, he, all his boys pulled up. And they walked in through the front door real casual. Like, it was, like, a underground bar, too, in St. John. Like, real, like, you know, probably the kind of place you get, I don't know, hit with a shovel or something in the back (laughs) alley. I don't know. But, like, he walked in super casual and just, like, he was walking and he walked right by Aaron and I looked at Aaron and I was like, Hey Aaron, I was like, That's Quake and he just like froze. He just like he stopped moving. He just didn't do anything. He's just like And like Quake just walked on by. Like I was like Dude, I did Are that. you okay? I like did I did that one other time too. Um, real big. Uh, I walked it was by. like he was starstruck. I was, He'd never I was, seen I was, him. Man, I was like, Oh man, I was he was like, Whoa, like, like like I've never yeah, anyways. So I was uh, <laughs> excuse me. I, I went to the uh, <laughs> Mercury show a couple years back here and I was going out to smoke a joint and uh, I'm walking down the stairs and Lil Windex is walking up the stairs. Okay, yeah. And I'm like, whoa. Same idea. Like, yeah. he's walking up and he looks at me and goes, sup? And I was like, yo. And that's literally all I can say. <laughs> One line punch. Like, and he just uh, walks by. I, I'm like, huh. <laughs> I probably should have said more than yo. Yeah. So then I, went out, then I went out and I was like, huh. I'm gonna think about this while I smoke this joint. And anyways, yeah. I went. I was on uh, TikTok live with him one time. Yeah. Yeah. Like how you can like do the thingies. Yeah. The That's battles. Awesome. Yeah. I lost all my battles. Ah. Yeah. That was horrible. It was landslide. But no, that's that's cool though. Like I don't know. I think the biggest thing that people can take away from that whole all that stuff is like. Don't eat 750 milligrams <laughs> before you eat. <laughs> that too, but you know, like the fact that everybody's. Everybody's equal. You know what yep. I mean? Like, 100%. yeah, they might have more money in their pocket or they might have more followers on Instagram or 100%. they might get to do more shows a year. They're still, they still breathe <laughs> yeah. the same way we do, you yep. know, everything. 100%. So, um, that's a, that's a big part, right? Yeah. Um, I agree. Another question. Um, this kind of like way kind of, we're over here and now we're on this side. <laughs> uh, so, artists right like out there like i know you guys are doing a lot of collabs and stuff so like artists out there dead or alive right you know what the question is so yeah dead or alive who would you who would you want to collab with you know like uh, any uh, status yeah. level oh right? you mean like just like anybody if you could just with yeah. anyone dead or alive yeah oh man that's not even a hard one for me i feel but that's just because i'm i've been i don't oh. know i'm like obsessed with certain artists i guess because i just i guess they've just like modeled my 
like the way I rap a little bit, but they've also just, I don't know. It's my daily routine. You listen to some of those boys every morning and it just gets so, so excited. But, um, one of the guys that I think I want to rap with more cause I have, uh, some cool shit happening in the new year. Okay. I like this. Um, I like this. Is uh young stitch. He's a rapper out of Toronto. Um, the guy is super talented. He, uh, in 2018, he was the BET freestyle champion. So he's really, really well put together with his style. Um, and I just find like his voice, his delivery, the way he connects like with his like fans, like he's like what I want to emulate more Mm. of as an artist. And so like, I guess for me, like, I could sit here and say that I want to make music with some of the OGs that are that are dead, but like I can't match up to some of those guys. Mm-hmm. I'd rather pay my respects by consuming their music because I I love <laughs> I think I love their music so much I almost don't want to disrespect it. You yeah, know what I mean? I do, yeah. And so like growing up they meant so much to me. They were like heroes. So like I almost want to like leave their legacies alone. Okay, see, yeah, that's a good that's a good way to look. Holy man. Like, yeah. I never ever looked at it that way. And so that's, for me, like a lot of the newer artists, like they're huge to me because like, well, they're what's gonna be happening now. But also, like, some of these guys, they still emulate that old style, and mm-hmm. that's, like, why I love them so much. Like, I, I think, like, that question, I guess, for me, I think about it, and it comes quick because I just, like, I listen to this yeah, guy, yeah. like, every morning. Like, 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 I was like, I know exactly what you're about to say. He knew. Like, he knew because I just, like, I don't know. That's I have, like, cool, though. Yeah. And that's cool that it's, like, that's I, – I, when I say local, I mean local as in, like, Canada. I don't yeah. mean local as in like, you know, Fredericton. Yeah. 100%. But um, it's cool that his, his local too, right? Like, yeah. And mm-hmm. by the sounds of it, there's already stuff stirring. So Absolutely, man. Um, that, Lots that right of, uh, there is... Stuff brewing. <laughs> stuff brewing. I like yeah, it. Yeah, Mark's got a pretty cool... I got a pretty <laughs> wild catalog for 2023-ish. Put yeah, it that way. Yeah, I read one of your posts. I think it was your post or it might have been... Yeah, it was your, your post, your last post that you posted. Know, yeah. you're talking about it and I, I have that on my notes that i wanted to touch on that so yeah. we'll come back to your, absolutely your your 2023 absolutely, plans. absolutely. That's, that's cool so what was his name again uh young stitch young stitch all right yeah, yeah he's got cool. some crazy bars man he's like, <coughs> he's really good i'll have to check him out uh, i think my answer to this is going to be classified yes yeah. sir because i just feel like he's such uh, Canadian icon when it comes to rap music for me. Yeah, he is. Yeah, man. I remember doing like, <sighs> whose class was it? Was it Mr. Skeed? Oh man, Mr. Skeed. I think it was Skeed. Skeed, you know, <laughs> yeah, Uncle Chris. Uncle yeah, Chris. Yeah. yeah. Um, I feel it. like it was his class, maybe. But uh, I remember doing a project on his song uh, "Fall from Paradise." Okay. I was like, like I said, man, I loved rap music. So like, once I found out Classified was Canadian and lived like. Five hours away from me, I was like, "Whoa!" Yeah, like that's insane. still wild to me, man. Like, like I feel, yeah. I he would. That's yeah. That's my answer. I would go with classified, one hundred percent. I like I just, that a lot. I just feel like, I don't know, man. I respect the guy so much. Like, he he touches on a lot of subjects that most rappers don't. He actually he's, like he's good. The indigenous, uh, what was it? The missing and the murdered one. Yes, uh, fallen. I think or something like that. I know what's called. I can't think of what it's called, but I listened to it the other day and I was like, "Wow!" Like powerful man. Like his his style too is like so 
It, it's it, it moves, yeah. Yeah. And moves. you know, you were you're saying you know that's the artist you want to collab with, right? If you could, that's really not. It doesn't seem that unobtainable. I know, I know, because <laughs> I messaged him one night and I asked him. Uh, so I got to do some saving, but I am gonna eventually at some point buy a beat from him. Um, yes. because I asked him, I said, like, <laughs> do you have a catalog or do you just like, do you just custom whatever? And he said, basically, you know, I don't have a catalog. It's it, depending on what you're looking for. It's between one and two grand for a beat. And I'm like, you know what? That's a good investment. Yeah. To say that it's produced by pr- producer by, um, <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> uh, produced by classified. <laughs> yeah. That would be huge for me. Like right. that would just, and that's s- like just a stepping stone, man. Like really, if you look at it that way, it's, 100%. it's one step up. And, and, next and how know, do you, how, how do you know that? Like, <coughs> you know, buying that beat off and sending them over the final product. How do you know that doesn't possibly lead to something? He might be like, Oh frig, right. This 100%. guy's local. I'm gonna, you know, like, like, like man, like style. that's like, like, uh, I don't know if you ever heard of, uh, Elijah. I'm going to butcher his last name. Woma, Woma. But he's from down in Nova Scotia, and he did a couple songs with Classified. Okay. And, you know, kind of like, you know, he did he did pretty good for himself, man. Like, So it's, you know, it is obtainable mm-hmm. if I continue to do what I'm doing and save that money. Yep. You know? It's the push, right? Yeah. The hardest it's part is the push. But, like, I, yeah, like, I, I don't know, man. I feel like, uh, I don't know. I feel like I could make it happen. No, I definitely you know? see I feel it. Like, I feel like I've got that drive that I could. That's and, cool. I mean, if I had to pick a second answer, I would definitely go with Quake as well, you know? Okay. <laughs> but I didn't. I didn't want to be. I didn't want to be like that. You know. I actually. Either. I get told a lot that when, when I rap, me and Quake sound similar. I don't same know. Same kind of like. Flow. Same kind of. Hundred uh, percent. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. So like, I feel like him and I could also do something cool someday. That's cool. I like it. I like the answers. Both of them are pretty. Yeah. I mean. I know you only asked for one, but. No, both two I'm, works. I'm gonna give you two. Two works. Two. I like two. Yeah. Well, so. Um, we talked about this earlier about uh. Pfeiffer, yeah. like you were talking about, like it was a, um, what's it called? Uh, not a giveaway. A, what did you say? Like <laughs> a contest. Contest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Cipher Two was what you released that a month ago, roughly, yeah. about a month and a half. Maybe. I don't oh, know. The music video. Yeah. The music video. Like. Um. Probably I'm, I don't a know, month and a half. Like fairly recent, though. Yeah, very, very recent. It was the most recent project yeah, we had. Yeah, it's the last piece of music that or video that I put out. And I'm not gonna lie, I've been listening to that since I messaged you. Oh yeah. That went immediately on my playlist. Yeah, I love that. I love yeah, that. I love that. And and like I'll tell you, like not to like say one person's part hits harder or whatever, right? But like M- Matt's part just captivates yeah. me yeah man absolutely man he's, he's just his way he, like the one yeah. he did here the medicine medicine, yep. man. medicine man cypher, yeah. yeah that even like he did really good on that too yeah yeah his, that was his, a crazy his one delivery of lyrics is different uh-huh. yeah like you'd be in the same like i i, ca- I would categorize him in your guys is like the same kind of style 100 percent. his delivery is different it's yeah. different and like 100%. on cypher too your your verse at the start there it's like i'm like man this like you guys didn't waste no time no. with stirring stuff up. You you boom right away. Hundred yeah. percent. And then you come in and it's like yeah. okay okay. And then 100%. you're like all right. And it keeps going. And, and then rolls over to Peyton. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, Dang. And Peyton's got like a crazy Peyton, style too, man. Peyton's like, just different, man. Great. Yeah. He's he's crazy, man. Like he's he's a beast. Like he's he's a monster. And that's why I was saying he's like an underground monster you don't know about because mm-hmm. all his friends that he like hung out with was like all of like Matt's other like 
buddies they used to smoke with and like yeah. they used to sit down and freestyle together and like so like when I first met Peyton, he was the kind of guy you could play a beat and he'd be like, Oh, I got a verse for that already. I've I'll literally seen him do it. It didn't even like yeah. it didn't even matter. Like he'd be like he'd be like, Oh yeah, I got one here and he'd just like take a tablet out and he'd be like, Well scroll like ten times and like this one he started rapping it'd be like the craziest thing that's and cool. like it sounds, every it verse sounds like it's supposed to be there yeah and every verse was written different and had different words and different meanings and every time he was able to like put it on whatever beat it didn't matter he was just like you just throw him something he'd be like ah, oh, it sounds good he goes to open mics and they throw him a beat and i'll mm-hmm. hear lyrics from like some a verse i've heard before yeah. but like he can throw his verses anywhere rap in any kind of style and way like and he just loves like he's cool he just lives and breathes music and i think that's why like when i met him it was like scary because like like i said like the first thing i found to the guy like you you meet the guy and he's like all his videos are all him rapping and then like when you meet him they play they play beats and he's automatically he's in the zone like he's like boom this is my verse if he doesn't like it next one boom no. This is my verse. Literally. If he really That's wants crazy. to get writing, he'll he'll write. But like the guy can write in any mindset. Like he's yeah. just a he's just a different beast. He's, he's, he's and his man. his syllables, man. The wordplay, like like Matt does crazy wordplay, but like Peyton does this like real like deep punchlines that like you almost have to play the song two or three times yeah. to catch what he said there. But when you catch it, you're like, wow. how? Yeah. How did he do this? So he's like, the third one to come in on yeah. on Cypher. Yeah. So, yeah, no, that like his portion is very like it's different. You you hear new stuff every time you listen yeah. to it. Yeah. You really do. Hundred percent. Yeah. No, I know what you're talking about now, and it's funny that you just bring that up because yeah, I, I was just thought you know it's like when you read yeah. a book, you read it again, you notice yeah. something different. But no, it's it's hundred percent. That's it, cool it's though. Cool. He's yeah, he's super talented. And I think what what is even crazier about all that is like. You heard that beat, and you heard five, I think it was five different guys, yeah. have five different styles on one yes. beat. And then and then if you were to give us that beat again, we could literally we would it. all have different <laughs> verses again. Yeah, literally. And so it's crazy because one beat can be held to the expression of a million words. You literally can just constantly reinvent your songs and and the meaning like the the energy i guess is all in the beat but then like what what you feel and put out is like yeah it's like it's all different like i guess um the beats the beats dictate almost like where you want to go with things even before you go there like i feel like when you hear it you almost automatically know like a couple words you want to say like yeah. first thing like there's like a <laughs> If, and if you don't, then it's like you're just not like captivated by it yet. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, I think that's why I listen to beats really loud. <laughs> but no, I need to like feel like I'm about to dance. <laughs> you but, gotta really feel it, yeah. Yeah. But no, that whole freaking I don't know, cipher too. Just like I oh, said, man. it's on my playlist, and uh, it's I it's something that I can like. I sit there and I just bob. Yeah, you know what I mean? Man. Like, and it's not like I'm dancing or anything. It's just like yeah. the flow of, <laughs> like you said, it's it's five of you. Yeah. yeah. And the flow is completely different between yeah. each of you. Hundred percent. And it's like, but my head bobs to the, the same. You know thing. what? It it would yeah. like 
and I've said this to Mark, like going back to the raw waves thing, like ideally what I would like to see for raw waves Canada mm-hmm. is all five of us from that cipher. Plus we've already got Travis tracks Cordero. Yeah. I'd like to see all six of us on there. And we're trying to I reach really on some other guys too. Yeah, like we've, uh, we've got a couple other couple guys. A couple different prospects that are pretty wild that honestly, like would be nice to be able to bridge into where they're from too. And like, yeah, you know, do like, shows, man, because we want to do some tours and stuff in the upcoming future. I mean, you know, don't know the timeline necessarily, but it's always one of those things you think about. In the next couple about. years, for sure. Yeah. yeah. No, it'd definitely be something cool to see come out of Fredericton, too, right? Like 100%. Something actually, like, you know, a movement. 100%. <laughs> um, so, um, I'm just looking through my, my stuff. Um, we kind of, like... It's funny, eh? Because you write these questions. Yeah. And then you ask the question. But then you answer like seven of my questions in, in one, one in question. So I'm like jumping questions, right? Like, I don't, yeah. that doesn't, whatever. Because um, we're, we're rounding. Like, usually my podcast only run an hour. Yeah. We're rounding an hour and 12 minutes, but I love I it. Love so we're going to keep going. cool. I like it. Yeah. I no, it. like, usually, I think season two is going to be a lot more in depth. Like, yeah. 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 I really want to, you know, grow quite a bit with it. Um, your guys' creative process, right? So yeah. that's a big part yep. um, about anything. And we were, I don't know if we were the, the mics were on. I don't think they were. We no. were talking about this earlier about yeah. cell phones, right? So yeah. like when I go in my office, put my cell phone on the shelf. Yep. And that way there's no whatever for. No distractions. Yeah. And you're focused right into it, right? So yep. what's, what's your guys' creative process well, in that I th- sense? I think for me, like wouldn't say I have, like, a certain routine or anything. I just kind of write whatever inspiration sparks. Mm-hmm. I say I don't have a routine, but like I was saying earlier, like, I come in here every day and I write. Yeah. Like, it's something that I do. I get my shit done that I need to do, and I start writing. Yeah. And I've always got beats playing and whatever, right? Um, but for me, like, I guess part of my creative process, per se, is, like, I just run off of what's happening in life or feeling that I'm feeling in the moment. And mm-hmm. I can kind of usually come up with a broader topic based off that. And then I just kind of go through, listen to a couple different styles of beats, see what I'm kind of feeling, and then construct off of that. Like I was saying earlier, like sometimes I, I still think it's important to sometimes sit down and structure a song. So you might listen to that mm-hmm. beat and go, like the first 30 seconds, you might already have a whole vision for the song. Yeah. Like you might be like, whoa, I can like, I don't know, like like last night, like we did, we we completely redid a song that we had written like probably what four four or five months ago. So last night when we were waiting for uh, for wait, waiting for DZ to come over, we were like, well, we might as well work on something while we wait for him to come so we can pick out a beat. So <laughs> he goes, you know, it'd be cool if we got Carnage done. Oh shit, was I supposed to say that? Anyways, um, <laughs> but anyways, so. Uh, so yeah, we kind of we sat down and we we're like we like I I guess I found out last night, but previous me had uh, already deleted my verse because I guess I didn't like it. So we you know we kind of sat there. Mark's like, you know what? I think I'm gonna like he listened to his a couple times. He's like, I think I'm gonna chop it out here and then continue writing. So yeah, man, it was cool. Like we I I came, I came up with, with a completely different vibe mm-hmm. than what we had on the previous song. Yeah, and I feel like it's gonna be a real fucking banger too. Like. I'm excited, man. Like, I feel like I'm doing some of the best writing I've ever done. And that's like, exciting some of my, when you get excited about something. Right? Like, <laughs> like some of my wordplay in this in this song, man, like, 
it's outside of what I would normally do. Okay. And I feel like every four bars, I switch it up too, and it's cool. Like, I'm, I'm feeling, I'm feeling it, man. All so right, I like be, that. It's gonna be cool. It's gonna be cool. What about you, Mark? What's your? Uh... Honestly, my creative process is kind of like it's weird. Like I, I, I'm different. Like when I first started, it was all about like learning what sounded nice and and so i was still like just kind of like experimenting everything yeah um so finding a process was kind of hard because like like i was saying uh earlier like it y- nobody really gives you like a handbook on how to be a creator and so like you know you kind of just have to create your own your own lane and figure out what works best for you and like I did a little bit of research. I mean, there's some people who like do certain processes and it works well for them. And mm-hmm. I tried, I tried like, you know, at first I was always writing my hooks first because I felt like if I had like a direction and like a melody that I could like feel hooked on, yeah, I would never feel unmotivated to work on it because I would just be so excited about where it was going, yeah. you know? And the process just always felt rewarding from start to finish. Because it was like watching everything come together. This was so much more smooth, I mm-hmm. felt. But then everything I always read was always like, you know, like write your verses first and then write your hook. And yeah, what's I, proper. Yeah, yeah, and so like I started to question my own methods and I, I tried the other ways and I realized it didn't really work for me. Like I felt like if I always had like a direction, it gave me like a topic. It gave me like a vibe. It made mm. it made an energy for the song that I could continue to emulate. I felt like with a verse, you have to just find that energy and just pull it, like pull See, it out there. It's crazy. And I can't I can't do that. Like I need like to sit down and like write my hook and build the energy, and then I'm like, okay, I'm here, mm-hmm. and then I can just continue to rock that energy throughout the song. It's funny because we talked about this a while back. I. I hate writing hooks. I hate them. I'm a verse guy, man. I love I can I I love just going at it, you know yeah. what I mean? But after sitting and talking with him, I started writing hooks a lot more. Yeah. And now they come to me like second nature. Okay. But I still refuse to write the hook first. I'm stubborn. Uh-huh. I always write my verse first. I literally if I'm writing a song and the hook is there first, most times I will intentionally skip past it and find where the verse starts and go from there. Okay. And I just like run off the beat. Like I said, like I can usually listen to a beat and like have an idea of where I want to go with it. Yeah. So like, I don't know. For me, like I just, once I get going with the verse, then I can be like, okay, I can kind of structure my hook around yeah. that. And then I build the rest of the song off of the hook and the verse. Yeah. And build the storyline off that. So that's cool. It's, it's cool how like the different, the different processes are huge, right? Right. And, huge. and just think that's two. And just imagine how, how many, many artists there are. There are yeah. yeah, not even just in music, but like in every industry, how many people have a set process? There's, yeah. you're, I guarantee you, you're not going to come across two of the exact same. No, there's always going to be something different. There's going to be some little thing in yeah. there. Oh, different. I, I, I light a candle when I sit there. In the well, that's tub. like, no, like you know? last <laughs> night. Last night we were in the when we were in the studio, like. That was a first for me. Actually. That was a first for me too. Like Daniel's, like, yo, do you got any like like LEDs? Like LEDs and we we're like, no. I was like, I used to, but I just kind of took them down. So yeah. I just like I remodeled my studio a couple times so that the setup changed. But yeah, but it was he was like, he wanted like a vibe because I guess where he records, it's a vibe. It's right? a vibe. Yeah. So so like he's like, can we hit the lights? So we just fucking turned the screen up on the on the laptop and shut the lights off, and it was like. 
it was cool. Like it, it gave it a whole different vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was, it was a lot easier for me to write for sure. Very There's definitely com- a lot of stuff confident. that triggers emotions. Like I used to run haunted houses, right? So like yeah. you gotta know how to pick people's emotions through color, through sound, through yeah. you yep. know just environment. And yeah. like in my office, I have a gra- a full grass wall, and then I have, um, like uh, what's it called? Uh, OSB. Yep. It's like yeah. black OSB, so it's like real grungy looking yeah. yeah but then i have my wall behind me is all my work yeah so it's like i can sit and look at one wall feel something else turn look and feel something else yeah. you know like every wall kind of pulls a different Gives emotion a different yep. vibe. and the yeah. lights i find like for myself like leds used to be a thing for me like when i was younger yeah. Yeah. and i loved them and i still do but like i know my kind of like what i get from it now is like warm mood lighting yeah. Yep. So like I have my my chairs in my corner of my office, like my yep. my recliner I call it, but it's like just like a little armchair. Yeah. And then my lights to the side of me and it's like a real dim warm color and I just turn it on and that's where I come up with my ideas, right? So yeah. like it's funny that you say about like having LEDs and being able to yeah. like vibe out and kind of pull different Yeah. Something you wouldn't if you sat in a parking lot. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Like 100%. completely different stuff. Yep. Um but no, that's it's cool to see the the different processes, the processes. Sorry, such a hard word to say. I, I say it that way. <laughs> Process. <laughs> yeah. Processes. Um. Uh, da, 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 da. I'm looking. Holy man. Oh, that was your song. I was like, what the fuck is that title? Like, I was like, oh yeah, that's your new one. <laughs> um. So, I guess kind of getting like a little deeper something that you guys went through or one of you is either one want to take it or both of you is, that you went through that was like the hardest thing in your life right that music helped like you know it could have been like when you first started it could have been like i know you just started like three years ago but like there's still a lot happens in three years oh, yep. 100%. right so absolutely but yeah something that went you went through that was the hardest thing in your life to go through yeah so we talked on this earlier um back in the day like i was pretty my emotions were running pretty wild and like mm-hmm. i was having a lot of thoughts i shouldn't be having and you know acted on a couple of them and um so yeah for me like I, you know running running my life under the what am i how am i trying to say i don't know like having depression and and using music as an outlet mm-hmm. it really helped keep me on track and realize like you know even if you don't do anything with it it's better to get this stuff out than hold it in and feel the way that you've been feeling you know yeah. so for me it, it kept me on track it kept me sane and it kept me wanting to be here in a sense okay yeah. i felt like it gave me even though i don't you know i don't have a huge following by any means but like i was saying earlier 10 people listen to a song yeah and and three of them leave you know, taking something with them or changing their outlook on life, maybe even a little bit. Yeah. I feel like I'm doing good. So yeah. from, yeah, for me, it was kind of like a, it was uh something that I leaned on to get me out of the trenches to, so to speak. Yeah. So yeah. It's, no, that's, uh, and it's important. Like it's like you said, having, if someone, one person take or three people take away from it. Right. Right. You know, I look at it like that too. And I think a lot of musicians, there is some that don't, but I think, being able to say you've helped somebody helps you. Yep. Does that kind of make sense? No, yeah. it makes absolute yeah. sense. Yeah. So you, uh, you want to touch on that one or, um, honestly, I find like 
there's probably more more moments that I could count, I think, on two hands, I guess, that it would have helped me through, like, because I guess in the last few years, it's been kind of tough. Yeah. So it's been, I don't know, it's been kind of like my saving grace a lot of the time. I felt like, you know, like I seen, like, I feel like for me, like, um, I had, like, one friend pass away. And that was kind of real hard for me. And I, he was like a big supporter of my music. And he always just kept telling me to keep moving forward with it. Like, mm-hmm. I remember, I'll laugh, I'll always laugh when I think back on it. But I remember I sent him a song one day and he just, he he laughed and he said, uh, he said, well, he said, if you're showing me this because you want me to tell you that you're a good singer... Uh, you're not, but he said, rapper though, he goes, you're like fucking Eminem. He's like, that's crazy, man. Like he's, and it was like, it was funny to me because like he was so brutally honest, but I loved that. Like, and like, I don't know, there's not a whole lot of, uh, moments, I guess I feel that can get darker than losing someone who I guess teaches you a a point of view in life that's different. Cause I think this was a friend that. I met in a time of need and, and it was like around the same time that I split up with the girl that got like, that kind of like kickstarted it all, I guess. Yeah. And it was like, he just, he was like a jack of all trades, man. He like could do like, he was a magician. He was like real good at like making like drinks. He was a bartender and like he, he was a bodybuilder. Like the guy just, he just had like a, almost like a resume full of like, amazing things and all yeah. he did was push positivity all the time that's a, I mean, that's and that's i think important right finding somebody and that can uh not so word what's the word i'm thinking of i was gonna say cheerleader but like yeah sort of like a cheerleader but even being on it like like yeah telling you stuff you don't want to hear 100 percent. and you know what you need to hear <laughs> and real, you, you, yeah. you you know like i feel like because you had that you also do that for me. 100%. There's been a lot of times that Max like, yo, like you need to start, stop fucking doing this <laughs> and start doing this. And I'm yeah. like, and I respect that because most people just go, that sounds good. Yep. Mark's like, no, man, this part sounds like shit. Yep. Rework it. Yep. And I'm like, and he says it in nicer words. <laughs> nice, but like, yeah. He says nicer it in a lot nicer words. words. I'm not trying to make Mark sound like a dickhead. He, <laughs> I, that's just how I speak. But yeah. yeah, no. In 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 my words, he he just basically says, "Hey, change this the fuck around. That's yeah. not going to work. That doesn't sound like it should be there. Fix it, or else this is going to be a shitty verse, and you don't <laughs> want that." So yeah, it's, it's 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 crazy how when you meet somebody like that, that 100%. that helps you in them ways. Yeah, and then you pick up traits. Hundred percent. Others, right? Yeah, it's just like it's like a never ending, like yeah. loop, I guess. Yeah. Big no, connection. Sure. Them sure. ones are too. They're they're powerful. The both of them. One hundred percent. Um. So let's see what else I get on here. Uh. Well, <laughs> we're at like a minute and a half, or uh, an hour and a half. So let's ask you the question that every you know I said I wanted to ask. The golden the question, huh? Yeah, because I know you said you got some stuff stirring in, in oh, next buddy. year, and I know you have a song coming out on the the sixth. Yes. Uh, yeah, buddy. Whoa, whoa. Yes. Um, I'm pretty excited, man. I'm excited about that too. I'm pretty excited, man. So, uh, what do you guys get? What do you guys get soon? Is there anything? Well, 
I'll start with mine because it's not as cool. <laughs> um, basically, like, you know, as, as Mark mentioned earlier about the raw waves. He's lying. Um, He's cool as fuck. <laughs> I, just, uh, I just joined there, like, literally, like, three weeks ago. But ever since, it has motivated the fuck out of me. Mm-hmm. And so, basically, right now, I think I've got, like, three or four songs fully written, ready to go. I just have to record them and get them mixed and mastered. Um, but... So woe is going to be the first one because I've I've got that one ready to go. And as I was telling you earlier, we might have to change the release date because because <laughs> I'm a big dummy. Um, but uh, but yeah, so we've got that coming. And then my plan basically after that is I want to try and release at least two songs a month, um, one for sure, and then possibly like another piece of content just to keep things flowing. Yeah. Um, but at some point within the year, I would like to start maybe a six song EP. You know, just to, to release maybe halfway through the year or whatever. But yeah. and then I'd like to work on doing some more shows. Um, you know, we're gonna we're gonna grow this Raw Waves Canada chapter and you know, just s- spot some talent and put out some good music, man. I like it. I like it. Now yeah. Mark is gonna hit you with the big <laughs> shit. Oh man. <laughs> if well. if it's, you know, allowed to be out of the bag. Absolutely. We'll definitely like <laughs> we'll we'll let out a couple secrets out the bag for sure, but um, I think because one of them we kind of already let out a little bit, but we were trying to say how we wanted to bring back like a lot of that old vibe, a lot of the energy that was a part of the older shows. So part of this year, well, my initial goal personally was to start hosting shows, and then I wanted to have Aaron help me host the shows because me and Aaron have always made music together that I felt like I connected with and Mm -hmm. it mattered to me. And like, I started realizing more along the way that like, you know, making music with my friends is what matters to me, you know? And that's how I, I started making music was just with like people around. And so it was like, I didn't want to do this journey on my own. I wanted to have like a team of guys who I knew were like, equally as passionate about this whole thing as i was because man like it's a lot of work it's a lot involved there's different different you know people you got to involve and there's you know definitely some conversations that need to be have but that's like in the long run the goal for me is always just to make the scene grow but like in a direction that's like that gets us seen you know what i mean like i i get growing a, a community of music and having music I don't want to just do that from the studio, though. I want to do that from the stage. I want to do that behind the scenes. Like, I'm personally learning to mix and master myself and produce this coming year Mm -hmm. so I can try to keep offering my resources. Because, like, to me, music is huge. It is. And what we have is, like, everything's at our fingertips. I've always felt like the the road was easy to pave if I just wanted to make it. Like, yeah. Because the resources are out there. It's just whether or not I wanted to be out there using them. So for me, it was like I st- when I got into Raw Waves and then Raw Dog and all that stuff. And then Aaron joined in on Raw Waves. It was like it all felt like it was going to be that much easier because like I know that he knows a lot of very talented guys. He's passionate himself. And his drive is what makes it so easy to feel like we're going to be successful. Like, I, I never d- 
don't have faith in him as yeah. much as I have in myself. And I think that's why like 2023 to me is going to be huge. Yeah. Cause raw waves Canada, like me and him are, are starting to find our lane with that, figure out where, you know, guys fit into our journey and how we're going to start creating something huge here. Yeah. And like, I think like in terms of songs, man, like the vault is, the vault is very strong right now. There's a lot of good songs. He said, like, like he was saying, he's got four songs, like, just ready to go. He's just got to record them, yeah. finish them up. That's the tidy. That's the tidying up work, you know. And like, I've got uh, too many songs right now. But I, and it's kind of this is where I'm excited because I've been low key like dropping like little hints that I just didn't know. Like, I didn't know if anybody's gonna pick it up until later. But like, mm, not yet. No, that one's <laughs> that one's gonna stay in the in the vault. That's a secret. It might slightly pick up your voice, so I'll mute your yes, your your section. There's some. There's some. There's some. There's some very. I've been working on some big features for a while. Big songs with some guys, and like, I had this song honestly like in the works like two years ago oh so, but, it's, so it's like it's old so if, he knows if, if, I'm, if i heard, heard and the worst heard part it, yeah the um, worst part is there's like a journey behind the song too so when it drops it's just gonna be insane because yeah. like two laptops have been stolen since then the files all got lost like and everything so it's, yeah it's, so yeah. the song's been recreated remade <laughs> like it's literally i don't know that that's gonna be exciting well but, i can't uh, i can't wait to see what both of y'all do because oh, it's, yeah, it's gonna be crazy. Yeah. But just the sounds of things, right? Oh man! And it, I mean, there's never ending excitement, it's, man. And it's cool that it's happening so local too, right? Like, hundred percent. I don't know shows. If you guys get shows this year, obviously that'd be crazy. You know, not this year, next year. Hundred percent. Um, but yeah, I, well, thank you guys for being on the podcast. Thank, thank you, you man. Us, thank you for having honor. us. It's, yeah. an, it's an honor to even be asked. It was. It was Huge good. Honor, it was man. a good time. Yeah, it was it's literally dude, just I had so much for like almost. Let's spend almost three hours. We just oh, it'd be there. about three hours, yeah, because we're cool. about an hour and a half, and we talked for about an hour. So. Yeah, I looked at the clock when we started, and I was like, it's Hell gonna yeah. be a late night. Yeah, it's cool with me though. <laughs> but uh, yeah, thanks for tuning in, guys. Uh, this has been the Late Late Podcast, Mace in real life. If you want to check me out on socials, you can you know type that in. If you want to check these guys out on socials, um, yeah. still mad music. Right, still mad official. Still mad official. I was close. Yeah, yeah. I saw the hat. I saw close. the hat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, Aaron Pond music. Yeah, Aaron Pond underscore music. Underscore music. All right. Yeah. Pond, yeah. And then uh, Aaron Pond music on TikTok. Oh, there, and there's another one. And you got to check out uh, Raw Ways. Yes. Okay. And uh, check them out. They raw w- dog. dog. Honestly, and if you go, if you go, uh, just type in rawwaves.com. It'll bring up. It literally brings up every artist okay. and their link. I believe, doesn't it? I think so. Yeah. It used to. Well, there you go. You guys, you guys should definitely go check them out. Um, two, like I said, two amazing artists that, well, by the Thank sounds, we're gonna have some crazy freaking uh, stuff in 2023. Hope, hope, no, I'm not saying hopefully. We're speaking it into yeah. existence. Absolutely, we're gonna do it. Man. We're Manifesting. We're gonna, yes, it's man. happening. Exactly. It's not. It's going to, or it might. It's, yeah, it is. It's not, Manifestation's a huge part in in life, man. Always. Uh, I, agree. I believe in it, man. Everything's everything in my life has been changing for the last little bit, and I've been like, I've been, I've been, you focus on it. Better. You focus on it, right? 
right? Sounds cool. I'm, ex- I'm fucking so excited. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't wait. But thank you guys for tuning in. Like I said, check us out on social media. And uh, yeah, welcome to season two of uh, the Late Late Podcast with Mace. <laughs>